2: Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: I'm Mad Mark, and I just jumped out of the porch with dirty girl bastards.
1: Alright, today we got Mad Mark jumping off the porch with us today. Yeah, what the fuck going on? How you feeling, fool? Man, <laughs> that's for sure. And great. It's a pleasure to have you here with us, nonetheless, though. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us, what you out here working on in Atlanta right now, man? I just dropped a single, slap.
3: but I'm pushing that right now. But as far as working though, like
1: what's in the pack, more music. Working on the project right now. For sure. So, for those who wouldn't know, how would you describe life coming up in Bankhead? That's the west side of Atlanta for the folks. All right, who don't okay. Know. West right. side of
3: Atlanta. Life coming up on the west side of Atlanta It's like shit, it's poverty. It's It's crime, of course. Shit, I ain't gonna lie, it's like it's like any other hood. Really. It's just shit, of course, I, I love the West Side because that's where I'm from. And I yeah. feel like it's better than any other hood because yeah. that's where I'm from. Sure but you know, though. that's you know, you're know, gonna feel like that about where you're from. But coming up over there, it's, just, it's it's a lot of poverty. I ain't gonna lie. Coming up over there, it's like, like right now, they they got down, they tearing down a lot of houses and shit. Got down a lot of white folk buying out houses and shit, building new houses. But when I was growing up, though, it's still a lot of poverty now. But then, though, it was more like the population was higher, I said say it like that. For sure. Shit was more lit. Back when T.I. came out, Trap back jumping, shot a low. Gucci man, see what I'm saying? That shit was lit. <laughs> yeah. Even though Gucci man from the east, I'm just saying like that, that time period, like this period.
1: Like, yeah. Nah, no, for real. You ain't lying. How would you describe your childhood coming up over there? Like household wise? Yeah, you can say household wise or just being a kid outside the street. Shit, it was fun.
3: I ain't gonna lie. Being a child on the west side fun here yeah. because it like especially back then like I said it was like it wasn't as many abandoned houses as it is now like, it's a lot of people still over there don't get me wrong but it wasn't that it wasn't as many vacant houses so like you got a candy lady at the top of this street you got a goddamn it's a it's a field or, or somewhere somebody y'all, y'all play football in. then like on the west side the way it was Everybody over there know each other, see what I'm saying? Everybody over there know each other. Like, either they family or they got them, they grandparents grew up with each other. Like, everybody over there know each other, so it would feel, so our parents felt free, of, free enough to let us walk around the corner. We got them seven years old, walk up the street. To goddamn. Shit, we're going to the Candy Lady house. Shit, the candy, it really, it really was a, it crazy because the candy lady really was a man. <laughs> it's it really a candy man. But, yeah. You know that I'm don't got no ring like Candy yeah. Lady. Shit, all our like, folk know them. So, all the uh-huh. J's, like all the J's who in the neighborhood know everybody in the neighborhood. Someone fits on your car, someone fits on your house, someone do your yard. Yeah. It's just like, shit, you like a community type shit. Everybody
1: know everybody. So it's my death for it. it. that shit was lit, it was fun. Nah, for real. So when would you say you jumped off the porch?
3: At 12, I was in seventh grade. I was living on Camilton. not bank Bankhead. Yeah. I 12 years old. 12, 13. Sound great. That was around 2012, 2013.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you say that you've seen at 12, 13 that made you realize, all right, this is the life I live now. I'm out here?
3: Honestly, I, I didn't see that. At twelve, thirteen, like when I jumped out of the porch, I ain't see that like that. Like I was younger here. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm saying so. Like it's just like as I got older, I saw that type shit. But then though, I ain't see it like that. It wasn't even it wasn't even nothing to think about. It was just shit. This was going on. Money. It's needed and I'm gonna get this money yeah and then this is how, how I'm gonna get it so it wasn't it wasn't no shit I was too young to be thinking about like, I'm 12 13 years old I wanna think about that
1: he was trying to get some money um just trying to get some money I wanna think about it straight like that so what would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned growing up so far
3: A circle, like the people you surround yourself with, like did it the part people be, see okay when folk be talking about the circle shit, they don't never break it down, could true be told it's more than one circle, people say my circle tight is, but get what, it's more than one circle though, cuz you got the smallest circle, let's say five people Five, ten people, five, I'm gonna say five people, five people, you know, unconditional love. That's that's the smallest, so it might be your family. No matter what go on, whether you pro- provide some of that, it's there, see what I'm saying? Then you got a wider circle. You got friends, see what I'm saying? You got close friends, like close friends. Then you got another circle. You got a bigger circle, it's more friends, People you just cool with, you just yeah. know. Then you got the last circle, the biggest one. That's just like the people you surround yourself with, cause what you do, your career, how you make your money, shit like that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So shit, I feel like knowing which circle to put people on. See what I'm saying? Like what to put people at. where to you categorize like,
1: your friends? Yeah. See it. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what
3: to put people at, basically, cause people get the, oh my circle talk. get what you can't say. could get what just because you can't call him to goddamn come help you beat up your mama boyfriend or some shit y'all ain't that close don't mean he ain't in your circle though yeah so what you gonna crop him out your circle because he can't goddamn you get locked up he ain't gonna put no money on your book yeah
1: I feel Cause, what you're talking see about. See what I'm saying? Cause that ain't, but
3: that ain't what you fuck with them on. See you know what I'm saying? So that's why I say I feel like that about circumstance shit.
1: No, that's real. So when would you say you started making music, man? Um, I made my
3: first song 20-something November. I, I dropped it that same December. Like, just put it on YouTube. And then in between, like, for a year, I was just going to the studio, just rapping. Like, shit, nigga, start getting some of my money. It got to the point, like, I ain't the type of person I don't really like partying and goddamn just a bunch of flashy shit, so. It got to the point like shit, okay, I'm, I'm handling this, but I ain't really I didn't never spend the money on. I'm young yeah. So like shit, I just spent money on the studio. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I just go to the studio. So for like a year. Then 2018 December, I dropped again. I dropped the tape. I had a song on there, for, fuck with it. So shit, since then, so I say about I've been rapping seriously about two years. But in all I say about
2: if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the road trip. It was just a really long drive. ba up ba
1: At participating McDonald's.
3: Three year. But seriously, about two year. But the first year, though, it was just like... Like I said, I was just doing it. It really wasn't nothing else to do. See how I'm there saying?
1: Because it really wasn't nothing else to do. So what motivated you to start making music? I want not finna go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> but what, motive, you said what motivated me to start yeah. making
2: music?
3: I just like music. I don't know. I don't want to be liking talking to people. So when I be listening to music, I, don't, I be feeling the music for real. So it just make me want to make it.
1: Sounds what I'm saying? Not real. So who would you list as some of your musical
2: Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: Influence, you know what I'm saying? People who you look at as like, damn, I like what he's saying or I like how he delivered. It. Like inspiration to you. Lil Wayne, future, real home corn, In that order. What would you say about each of them stands out about their artistry to you?
3: Each arm. I can't really say each arm, but something I can say all of them do together I feel like, why well, I like their music? Cause they make music like, you can listen to it five years later and it still be hard. And then like, what they be talking about be some real shit. And then I'm the type of person, like I get into music so like, I'm not just into what you saying. Like, do you fit what you saying? See what I'm saying? That matter too. Yeah. So. I just say that that's something that I like about all on though, but each one, I don't know. Kind, of, I ain't never thought about it that deep, but all on though, I feel like shit. The music, genre. and then it be hard enough. Like you can go
1: back and listen to it, and it still. You know what I'm saying? You might play it every day, but it's still hard though. Yeah. So when would you say you decided to take music serious full time?
3: When I got time. Um, I signed the Whoopac, um, 2020 January, when I signed them, because, yeah, that was, that was that was the only reason, <laughs> I mean, to me, see what I'm saying, because cause it, it was like, okay, boom, I was already doing everything myself, I already just, all, everything I was doing with the music, then it was already a bunch of labels hitting me up. So shit, it was like, when I did sign and decide, like, okay, this fit me, bitch. You're like, shit. I don't got down, if I don't did this shit so much, I can try this shit. Yeah. I did try it, i take see. It's I so real like, getting money out of this shit. Like. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? i take it here. No, that's real one. So talk about the success of Campbellton. That song blew the fuck up, took over the streets. Air, it was everywhere. Well. Was that what made Wolfpack like, all right, we got to go grab him? Yeah.
3: <sighs> See, that's what made Wolfpack say, Camelton is what made WPAC say, let's go talk to him. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Camelton is what made WPAC say, oh, it was a note going on and make him say like, they're gonna talk to him, they're gonna see. But honestly, it was, I I be lying to say it was just that, that made him say, like, let's sign them, let's pick him up, let's fuck with him. Cause, see what I'm saying? Cause any artist that come across WPAC, they see what I'm talking about. But it's like, it's just more than it. Right. You may not just get signed because you just hard as hell. I'm, cause, I mean, I ain't gonna say that. You may not just get signed because you just got a hard ass song. See what I'm saying? You may not just get signed because you just got one hard ass song. Okay, yeah, they gonna fuck with you. They gonna fuck with you. So you gotta, um, it gonna be genuine. Like I said, so they more definitely, a song gonna more definitely get attention on you and get some eyes on you. And they're just from anywhere. they' will more definitely get attention on you and get some eyes on you, but they actually make them wanna sign you. Cause when you gonna meet with labels, they gonna ask you to play more music. See what I'm saying? They not just gonna say, "Oh, boy, this the ass song." I'm telling you. Yeah. They gonna ask you to play, "What else you got? Play all this shit." Straight they, up. They gonna wanna hear all this shit. Like I'm you know yeah. saying, that's just any label in general. That that statement
1: for any label in general. You know what I'm saying. Straight up. So, how would you describe the success of Camilton? Like, did you predict that it'll be this song? Like, it'll be this big? No. Honestly,
3: I say no and yes, because, yes, because every song I make and put out, I wanted to be that, I wanted to go, I wanted to be big, the biggest song ever. And I say no, because when I was making a song, I wasn't goddamn thinking it. Shit, I, man, I made them motherfucker. <laughs> Shit, I wasn't there what I had to say, man, I wasn't goddamn, It just so happy they liked it, you know what I'm saying, just being honest, like. Just being honest. Like, it just it just so happened they liked it. Shit. I made it. Somebody fucked around and recorded a video on Instagram and shit.
1: It just so happened they liked it. That. See what I'm saying? So. that's dope. How would you say you get along with some of the other signees on the roster, like Baby, reni Rucci, and etc.? Good. Yeah, great. Shit, it, it be it's all love
3: it's all love. Shit, everybody got them. It's not like no goddamn... It's like a family, but it's not like no goddamn immediate family, like, in the household. Like, we just in each other face enough to get on each other nerve. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shit like that, but it's like a family. Like, it's all love, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Any time we in the room together, it's
1: goddamn... Ain't no no, ain't no bad vibes in that. That's real. Yeah. So was it important for you to sign to a label that was based off genuine vibes versus other labels who just want to figure out the business plan and just milk the artist for their artistry? Yeah.
3: I feel like it's important, but at the same time, you got to remember, it's different stroke for different folk. You see what I'm saying? The next artist ain't me. See what I'm saying? It's a different stroke for different folk. So shit. that's why I say, as an artist, pick what you feel like. Just explore your options, pick what you feel like better for you. See what I'm saying? Because she, at the end of the day, shit. everybody, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody different. Straight up. See what I'm saying? Everybody got them. If all of us, and, and, and we can't sign the same, because if all of sign the same, what the hell they gonna do that for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll be signing the same I'm saying? so.
1: Shit, everybody. they just any label, though. It different stroke for different folk. No, nah, that's the real one. How would you currently describe the music scene in Atlanta right now? I'd describe
3: this. She ain't raw tenant, she has high raw tenant. It's a lot of goddamn, it's a lot of tenant in there. Uh, I ain't okay. it's just like, it's just about who gonna take it
0: to you. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say...
1: This is ludicrous.
0: But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
2: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
0: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
3: All right, see what I'm saying? All right. It's a lot of nigga who are hard here a lot like, of niggas who are out here sitting right street. Like, I got some problems who are here. Yeah. We're in prison too. For <laughs> Yeah. Problems who are here who on the street. It people who are here who big. See what I'm saying? It's just, it's our type of talent. It's just about who going to take it serious, to be which. with It's just, so much shit
1: going on. It's just about who going to goddamn say, I'm going to take it serious. Like that. Would you say the up and coming artists are supportive of one another? Yeah. Shit, long as they
3: got nothing against each other. yeah yeah. Shit, one thing about Atlanta. Shit, you ain't did nothing to me, I ain't did nothing to you. We should move. We cool. It's, it's cool. We got them, it's all love
1: Yeah.
3: I ain't saying we gotta goddamn fake kicking it. I ain't with each other in the hood every day, but we more definitely do some songs and got them. See what I'm saying? It's all love. You know, ain't got no reason. Yeah. Not to. Ain't nobody more definitely just being on no bougie shit, hell no. Nah. If somebody don't fuck with somebody, it's because they don't fuck with them. Yeah. In you know? Atlanta. It ain't because they on some bougie shit. Straight up. You know, you might got you might got a couple people who will, but you know, that just in life. You got a couple people, you gonna always have a couple people who will, but
1: you know, as a whole, hell no. Nah. Nah, no, that's real. Talk to us about the successful visuals, like Six House featuring Forty Two Dub. Okay, like
3: making that video, it was. I ain't gonna say fun. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't goddamn. It wasn't boring or there, but it was. It was the experience though. 'Cause it was on some shit like Doug. Yeah, I think Doug was the um, yeah, Doug the first was well, the first big artist I shot a video with. Besides Vine, Yeah, besides Vine. So shit, it was just like, you know, every time, I ain't gonna count every time, they just like any position you in, every time you meet somebody who in a high position, you should get something from that, see what I'm saying? So, you should get something from that, see what I'm saying? So, with that being said, it was just like, it was an experience, though. It was cool. His shit, he, he cool I ain't gonna lie, he got there. he showed the he showed it in person, though.
1: <laughs> he cool the though. I ain't gonna lie, he cool there. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. How did y'all two connect and agree to do the record? Honestly.
3: It wasn't, I record, I put on, he made the song already. song was already made. And I put my verse on it. So shit, we didn't got down, we wasn't in the studio together type shit. Yeah. Yeah. So shit, that had a song cameo. So shit, I met him at the video. I met him at the video shit. But shit, he was cool though. He wasn't on no goddamn, he wasn't on no bougie shit or no goddamn, he cool.
1: That's solid. Yeah, he got that happy vibe type shit. Nah, that's solid for real. Yeah. What about the Dead Remix featuring King Von? How did y'all two connect? See, Von, I fuck with Von.
3: ain't gonna lie. Von was like, I met Von before we did the song. I met him through um, Diesel. That who be showing a lot of my videos. Shout out Diesel Films. Yeah, man. shout out Diesel Films. He um he wanted to shoot a video in my hood, in my apartments. So shit, you know, I'm like, hell yeah. So shit, we come out there, got them him and uh, Duty Low. They shoot the video, we kicking it with them, we got them and this shit, it was just like a genuine vibe. It was like it wasn't it wasn't in there with force, like it wasn't no goddamn It was just like, it was just a genuine vibe. And I ain't gonna cap with uh, another thing that, that made it like genuine, like, they weren't scared. See what I'm saying? When they came out there, they weren't scared. Von didn't didn't have no gun on, he couldn't have no gun. He wasn't scared though. He was chilling, he was goddamn, he was just like, regular. That, see what I'm saying? That alone set the tone. That alone, like, established, like, a certain amount of respect,
1: like
3: yeah. See, what I'm saying, as a man, like genuine, like nah, nah. You could tell when a nigga acting. You could tell when a nigga. See, what I'm saying. So it was just like the way they were talking was a little different, but everything else you was know, like the vibe was just the same. Like, see, what I'm saying. Like, damn, they they hood down the same as I. Was. It just you know, what I'm saying they moderate higher for sure. Yeah, that's know real.
1: What effect did it have on you once you found out Vine had passed away?
3: It ain't had no big effect on me, like, emotionally, right? But, like, it was something to think about. See what I'm saying? It was something to be like, it more definitely was something like, damn, this, this fucked up. Like, see what I'm saying? But, I ain't. I ain't gonna sit here and lie of cause I didn't grow up with him. know what I'm saying? I don't know him from the sandbox for me to shed no tail man but you see what I'm saying? But I'm more definitely more different like he was cool in here, see what I'm saying. He was shit, I hate it had to happen, see what I'm saying. It was just like, it was something to learn from though. Yeah. Like just even seeing it, like just situation, just like as an artist, how to move, it was just, it was just something line from. I'm definitely hate it how it happened, though. I feel like, you know, definitely had some good music on the way.
1: Cause, you know, definitely out of there. It made you look at this rap shit different, would you say? Nah.
3: I ain't gonna lie, it ain't me, I ain't gonna say it made me look at the rap shit different, cause I'm the type of person I don't underestimate nothing. No. Nobody, then Man, woman, child, dog, see no situation. You no know, I don't underestimate nothing. So I don't really like have no certain expectations for nothing to exceed like. I can't really see nothing exceeding my expectations. Cause I won't really set them up. See what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna and
1: to look at the right shit different. For sure. How did you and Baby Connect for home? What was it like working with baby? It was cool.
3: I met um uh, I met Baby before we did the song too. It crazy, I can't even remember when. Cause I don't got down been around a number of times so shit. Yeah. I don't got down. I don't went out with him before. A few times been in the studio. We ain't that sound though. That sound, we ain't make, we wasn't in the studio that make that song.
1: Yeah.
3: But we done been in the studio together, they crazy. <laughs> they crazy. So, How would you see, describe that so relationship? Our relationship, on some shit like, that big bro, like, he gonna goddamn, if I, anytime I bump into him, it's got it's all love, like I said, but, he gon' more definitely, but it, it depend though. See, at the club it be different, cause you know shit be moving fast, but he gonna more definitely out there, um, give, give me some type of advice. Whether it's small, large, anything. Something. Unless it's like I said at the club, can I ain't gonna lie. That shit be, you know how that shit be. Groupies. Everybody nigga, be fitted deep. Folks in the parking lot tripping. <laughs> oh God. Every club you go to, it gonna be some, gonna be some nigga out there in the parking lot tripping. Who parking the car? Tripping.
1: You can bet on that every time. Every time. What about Right or Wrong featuring Rollo Rodriguez? Oh yeah, man. Man, Rollo got... I
3: uh, three, four songs together. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that's just I only one shot a video on a drop. Hell yeah. They we got them. What the hell we shot that video with? It was in Atlanta. I don't even remember, it was in Atlanta though. Yeah. They came together. That song, shit, go listen to it. I ain't gonna explain it too much. I let my music explain itself. Yeah. Go look at look the inside
1: now. Um, me and Rilo Rodriguez, right around. Go tap into that, man. Yeah, tap in. also go tap into that not playing the looks. Yeah, and not playing the looks. Period. How would you describe your inspiration behind that project?
3: Gassed up. Shit, I was totally inspired. Shit, cause it like every time I, every time I do, every time I go to the studio, it's like it get better. Like the music get better and it sounds different. Like I got music. I went to the studio. That shit sound way different from shit. Like it hard to hear though, but like a different sound from Goddamn from the shit I done dropped from Goddamn. It just, it, it be different every time. So shit, I'm out, cause I am I rap about, I don't write my music. I do it as I go in the studio, I punch in. So however I'm feeling, see what I'm saying? So that's my inspiration when it come to music, however I'm feeling in that moment. So whatever I'm doing, it gonna be totally inspired cause I'm doing it off a of feeling. I ain't
1: premeditated, see what I'm saying? Straight like that. What's one thing you took from the deluxe version versus the original version?
3: It good new features. It good new features. For
1: sure. And what can listeners expect from your forthcoming project? A lot of
3: energy. Some music, they're gonna laugh, you Yeah, a lot of energy and music gonna laugh, you On the way. On the way. M-A-D. That's the name of the NET project. M-A-D.
1: And what's that stand for? My name is stretch Okay. It's on the way. What else are you working on right now? That project. And...
3: Knocking out features. Knocking out features. That's something just, you know, that's something that's always be done do, though. It had to be, because. See, like, when I do my music, I can goddamn choose when I want to do my shit. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> when somebody else want me to do their shit, I can't goddamn, man, they shit, I'll say, I'm, do their shit a month later, do their shit a week later, they might gotta goddamn drop, they, they might want them to drop their shit next day.
1: Yeah.
3: So, shit, features for sure. Features and got them,
1: yeah. Straight like that. Any last words and shout outs? Yeah.
3: Um, Long little Lil V. I wanna give a shout out to Grind Mode. Y'all go get that gear. I wanna give a shout out to um, Lil Man Man. He Instagram name Long Little Jimmy. Yeah, no, he another rapper. Oh, Tommy, shout out to Man Man. Yeah, I wanna give a shout out to Smokey the Bro. Another upcoming rapper from Atlanta. And anybody else? I forgot. Just forget me. Alright, that's all out of one in. M.A.D. Okay. Here. we going to bust I don't like
0: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
3: This
1: is ludicrous.